Right now, you can decide in the biggest pro wrestling awards of the year, the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Check out this podcast feed for exclusives with some of the best names in the business from Eric Bischoff, Devon Dudley, and more giving their picks. And you can vote right now. SportsKita.com backslash wrestling dash awards. That's SportsKita.com backslash wrestling dash awards. Go vote now. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Unscripted. I'm here. Look at him already ready to rock. Unscripted? Is that the name of this show? No, Unscripted is tomorrow, man. Like, oh, that's not come on, man. man. Come <laughs> on, Chris. Get with it, bro. Come on. That's how, that's how tired I am, man. Uh, you know, hey, look. Life in my shoes as a therapist, Olivia. I, 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 I hear uh, you, bro. I, I, I hear you, man. Oh, I know. Man. I know you're a... Uh, you're a very hard working man, bro. Yes, indeed, man. But it's all good, man. We're gonna have some fun. Uh so as a matter of fact, matter of fact, I got something. Let's let's uh let's let's go ahead, let's go ahead and run that back. Come, come on, Joey. Time out, time out, time out, Joey, time out, Joey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I am here with the bro man right here <laughs> former wwe head writer former wcw world heavyweight champion you see that, that, that big gold belt right there this guy had it hoisted over his shoulder before and you can't teach that ladies and gentlemen vince russo how are you my man i am doing all right chris a lot of things other things on this I want to talk about. Listen, Chris, I was getting bored early. I did a little exercise. I'm going to tell you something, bro, because I've talked about this before. Nobody has ever talked about this. When it comes to the WWE, and again, bro, I'm not talking about the billions and billions and billions of dollars that the company generates. That's Nick Khan, very good at his job. That's Saudi. That's people buying into a 50-year-old brand. That's having a monopoly, bro, because AEW don't mean anything. There's a lot of reasons why they're they a billion-dollar company. I'm talking about product. Okay, I'm talking about Raw, I'm talking about SmackDown. And I said this a long time ago. Chris, in, in Major League Baseball, like kids come up at 22, 23 years old. And bro, if they get a 10-year career, they're lucky. You know, in Major League Baseball today, bro, your career's over at 32. Like you're done, you're done. Like So you get a good run 22 to 32. Okay, bro? Bro, listen to the age of the WWE roster. I don't think people understand. I think people think that some of these guys are a lot younger than they are. Listen to the age of the people on this roster. Usos, 37. Edge, 49. Mysterio, 48. Owens, 38. Baylor, 41. Brock, 45. LA Knight, 40. Priest, 40. Cody, 37, Loomis, 39, 
Gargano, 35. Miz, 42. Gable, 37. Elias, 35. Corbin, 38. Rollins, 36. Uh, Reed, 34. Boggs, 35. Street Profits, 32. Bro, the only guys they got under 30 years old. On the, and, bro, and two of them are 25 and one's 30. Bro, Solo is 30. Mm-hmm. Dominic is 25. Mm-hmm. And Theory's 25. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, Chris, what? What? How, how do we not? How is 80% of this roster not, not Theory's age? They're not developing stars, man. Oh, my God. Chris, that speaks volumes, man. Volumes, bro. Yeah, man. I remember back in your day, back in the Attitude Era, there was a there was a, a very important uh, emphasis on building stars. And there was a, even a time where Vince was really um, leery about pushing people over 35, wasn't he? Like, he was, yeah. he was really adamant about, like, let's be sure to – really put the face on people that are 35 and younger now of course there's some legends that you know are are older but at the same time they should really have that type of legendary status instead of still being a full-time weekly person on the roster that someone like a like someone like a, a a priest for instance this person should be paving the way and building someone up he's just a part of a a group that dominic yeah he's in he's in he's 25 but it's not he's not really grooming dominic though it's just it's not it's not one of those things that you're grooming this person to be better it's just that you're just there and and most of the people like you said are over 35 and that really speaks volumes of just what they think of new talent man they're That's not recruiting crazy, anymore. Bro, I didn't realize it till I real. I, I looked every one of these guys up too, and I'm like, I didn't realize it. And I'm like, bro, do you not look at this and realize like why aren't guys breaking in at the age of Theory and Dominic? Yeah, yeah. these should be the guys. You know, I mean, R- you know, R- Riddle probably fit that age group. Riddle was young. No, Riddle's, oh, Riddle's not young. No, no, no. Riddle's not 36, 30. Yeah, bro, I don't, I don't understand it, bro. What, what is the point of the, 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 the training facility? Yeah, are they, uh, Riddle is, uh, 37. Jeez, bro, mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy, man. Yep. Yep. I mean, how old, how old? I, I know Orton's hurt. Orton's early Orton, 40s, right? He was born in 1980. So he'll be uh, forty-three this year. That's a lot. That 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 really speaks volumes. AJ was bro. born in seventy-seven, I believe. That Lashley really speaks was born volumes. in seventy-six. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. It's it's. There's a lot of people who are in the top who are still in the, who are born in the seventies, man, or early yeah. or early eighties. So yeah, bro. There were there were a couple of major major question marks in this show that uh, made no sense to me. Uh, uh, Cody uh, definitely heard about me and the suits because he addressed that. So I'm going to address what he said, bro, yes, because man. what what he said, I'm still trying to scratch my head and figure out. I don't wear a suit because I'm somebody. 
I wear a suit because I want to be somebody. So let me get that straight, bro. So you are only somebody, bro, if you wear suits and dress fancy and have fancy cars and have money. Yes. Then you're somebody, bro. <laughs> if you don't have money, then you're a nobody. Like, really, bro? That's that's the message we want to get across? That sounds very healers, by the way. Uh, Chris, what have I been saying all along when he said that? I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Look look at the audience that you're speaking to. Yeah. They're yeah. never going to be, Cody, they're never going to be at a level that <laughs> you're at. So yeah. you're telling the whole audience you're, you're a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Essentially, that's what you're saying. I mean, Chris, you're you're a psychologist. Am I right or wrong? I mean, logically, that makes sense. I mean, you're essentially saying you're nobody if you don't wear a suit. Most of this crowd isn't, you know, upper middle class. Therefore, you're nobody. And so it's like, you know, it's like, it's like it's like you it's, it's it's like you're it's like me saying, you know what, you know, everyone who's over sixty just has no brain. And you're like, wait a minute, like it's like you're, you're, you're it's, it's like you're like, yeah, that's right. Wait a minute, I'm 62, you know, what I mean? like so it's I like don't, I don't I'm, know. I'm this is like, what, what, what did you what what you know? What yeah, I mean? so, bro, the, the, the whole thing that is so puzzling to me, Chris, is because you and I know Dusty was the son of a plumber. Dusty yeah. was of the people didn't go around wearing suits and fine cars and i i i'm missing something here bro i've said it many times man like there's there's not really much of a tie-in with cody and dusty other than he's dusty's son i mean like there's there's not he Cody doesn't have a common man feel to him. He doesn't have a son of a plumber. He doesn't have an everyman feel to him. He looks great. You know what I mean? He has a great physique. There's not a lot of relatability. I, I mean, it's it's a honeymoon stage that we're witnessing right now with the fans. He, he's a fresh face. He is, bro. He, he's, a, he's a defect from AEW. He's a fresh face. He's a, a, a new person to cheer. And I'm telling you, man, and I've even noticed a couple of boos every here here and there within the crowd. Not a lot, but I've noticed a couple of boos. I give it six months, Vince. I give it six months in this honeymoon stage with Cody will be over with because right now the only thing that he's riding on is just being a fresh face right now. You know, Chris, I got to be honest. I'm I'm watching this thing, and and I'm, I'm uh, two things tonight, and I'm really saying. Bro, are they already setting him up to be a heel? Mm. In, in other words, is he going to do something heelish to beat Roman Reigns, and then Reigns comes the babyface out of that? Because first of all, bro, we had that we had the comment about the somebody. I want to be a somebody. Then, bro, he cuts a whole promo on. If I want to come out here and help Sami Zayn, I'll help Sami Zayn. If I want to help Kevin Owens, I will help Kevin Owens. So then we get to the end of the show, and you don't want to help Kevin Owens? Yeah. <laughs> I, I sw- Chris, I'm telling you, either they're, they're dropping the ball and there are these gaping holes, mm-hmm. or they're setting this guy to be a heel right after ba- maybe he screws Reigns out of the title. Mm. I don't I don't even think they're 
thought process even goes that far, Vince. I, I don't, okay, I don't even see that. What, what, let me ask you, and I agree with you, but let me ask you this, Chris. Seriously, after he cuts that promo, what is the thought process of, of him not coming out at the end? Uh, this week, Kevin Owens saying, uh, because he, he cut the promo, he cut the promo in the back saying, right. I don't want you there. I don't want you there. I don't want you there. He's been saying that all every week, though, by the way. But I guess this week, they want the um the heat to be on the bloodline and so they they didn't come out because eventually kevin no one says i mean you only have two weeks left but eventually somehow they're going to get to the point where they help each other to set up for uh for wrestlemania and i can see a six-man match be for backlash because backlash is the last i mean it's it's the pay-per-view after wrestlemania so i can see cody sammy and ko like it's some variation yeah, of the bloodline. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Sokoa and the Usos of Reigns go away. I can see some type of six man that's going to be a part of that. So they're kind of sowing the seeds with that too. And so I can see that uh, happening after. Yeah, I could definitely see that too. You're right. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, we have uh, Joseph, uh, our guy, Joseph Gonzalez, 999 Super Chat, bro. Kevin Owens has been in the company for 10 years, and we still don't know what his character is. Is he an Amazon forklift driver who decided to be a wrestler? That's a, that would be a great gimmick, Joseph. I, I would applaud that gimmick. I, I literally would applaud. At least that would explain why he dresses the way he does. Indeed. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, uh, Kevin Owens is uh, he, he, he's a he's a big I mean, you know, prize fighter. I, I, he's a prize fighter. I can't take, <laughs> you know, I can't uh, take away from his in-ring work. I, I, I you know, he, he's good. He's good. No, at what yeah, he we're does. not saying that. Nobody's saying but, that at all. But uh, yeah, you know, you know, you have to. You I know, know, I know, make, I know. Make I captions know. for the marks here, but at the same time, I will say that Kevin Owens, I, there's, I think that he's reached the ceiling because it's just face or heel. It's just a variation of the same thing. You know what I mean? And the, yeah. it went from a prize fighter to just like, I'm just going to fight Owen's fight. And so it's just like, what are you really? Like, I, it, it, there's, Bro, a, there's no gimmick affiliated. Chris, with I swear to God. And you're going to remember this because you remember everything, bro. You're like an elephant. You remember everything, Chris. <laughs> Chris, there was one vignette that I saw Kevin Owens in and I'm like, that's the direction they need to go. And it was dropped the next week like they drop everything else. Bro, the one the one vignette was he was at a bowling alley and he was bowling with his kid. Yeah, that bro. that should be he sh- he should be every man. Yeah, I agree. That's how he should be, bro. Yeah. And I saw that one with the kid and he played off his kid great and that was it. We we never saw that again. We went back to the prize fighter, the duct tape, the okay, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think if there's any everyman character, it seems like they're trying to do that with Kevin Owens as an everyman, but they're not really causing him to be that type of gimmick, though. They're like not committing to it. Out. They're not committing. Yeah, exactly. They're not. They're not committing to it. That's a, that's a good yeah. way to say it. Yeah. And I think with. With Kevin Owens, if they really focus on him being an everyman character, I think he'd work. I mean, I because the thing is, you know, the thing is with someone like a Kevin Owens and especially a Dusty Rhodes, 
his character was so bigger than his physique that he was a Superman without, you know, looking like, you know, a Superman, yep. you know, his gimmick was so bigger yep. than his, than his physique was yep. Yep. that, you know, it's, it's interesting. It, even as a kid, I was looking at Dusty's promos and his gimmick. I never really paid attention to his physique. You know, yeah. like it was, it was something that he was so infectious as a character. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that doesn't even mean anything. But at the same, at the same time, if your physique isn't the most chiseled and you are, <clears throat> you're, you're acting like your, your gimmick is some type of prize fighter. When you think of boxers or prize fighters, their physiques are typically very chiseled. And so, like, at the same yeah. time, if you want to commit to this prize fighter thing, you got to commit to it physically. Otherwise, go away from it, and you can be something else. You know, Foley is another person. You know I mean? He, he's just never was the most, you know, uh, physically and you know impressive person. But just an amazing character. Same thing with Vader. You know, what I mean, yeah. like just amazing characters. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter your physique if your character is very strong? So, yeah. uh, let's see. Let's go with uh, Eddie in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. One ninety nine super chat. Just because he loves the show. Thank you, thank you very very much for your super chat. There's another one that I see here. Young Reckless one ninety nine super chat. Uh, so here we go. You think Cody should win or Reigns reach 1,000 days? So here's your here's your WrestleMania um, prediction, Vince. What do you who do you have? Bro, they have to do something because there's nobody behind Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Chris. If they, if there were three baby faces behind Cody, if there was one baby face. There's nobody behind him, bro. So that's why I'm saying, bro, either he wins as a baby face, either the big swerve is he does something heelish to Reigns. I don't know. Does Heyman join Cody? I don't know. But whatever goes down, they don't have a choice because there's nobody behind Cody, bro. Yeah. I, I'm I'm for, because you know I was for Sami Zayn winning just, just for the moment. But since that moment's over and since they didn't do it, um, I think that Reigns should be Cody at WrestleMania. Because to me, just the buy-in, like, there's just nothing. It's I explained this on Pancakes and Power Slams last week. This feud is just very skeletal. Like, like the, 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 the heart and soul, the bread and butter of WWE for months upon months, almost nearly the entire year, was the bloodline. I mean that that was the bread and butter of all of WWE. Yes, it was primarily on SmackDown, but at the same time, though, that was the most intriguing part of the WWE. That just ended a, a couple, a few weeks ago. You know, what I mean, so Cody running the Rumble is just coming in off of a hot feud, a hot story that's continuing. So Sami Zayn, sure, he's not on the main event level, but they're just trying to throw in Cody to be involved with this Sammy and, 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 and KO thing, it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like authentic. It feels artificial. It's, it's not organic. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't it, feel again, natural, again, organic. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way, man. Chris, I, like I always say, and this is what you're saying, if this were real, it would not be going down this way. Yeah, yeah. 
It's that simple. It, it feels it's manufactured. It I agree feels with very manufactured. They're just throwing this. They just throwing the Cody thing in with with this Sammy being so hot. And it's just like, eh, I mean, you're trying to just throw it in there. You're doing the dusty thing. You're putting Heyman in here, but it still feels contrived. And Cody winning isn't really the culmination. Like like WrestleMania isn't really the culmination of the potential, the punchy of the, the potentiality of this feud. Because if I don't, I just don't feel the culmination being at WrestleMania, though. You know what I mean? Like I just don't yeah. feel. Like when a sto- when a good story is here, WrestleMania gives it more of a culmination feel. Yeah. But with Cody Rhodes and Reigns, there's just so much left in this potentially that if you're culminating at WrestleMania, it's just going to feel so rushed. So because of that, to me, I don't think Cody should win at WrestleMania for sure. Uh, we have a uh, another one here. Awesome sauce five dollars. <laughs> Off topic, Vince, did you ever work with Rick Rude? Always heard he was one of the uh What is that? What is that? What is MOS? I don't know. What is MOS, awesome sauce? Man of man of sauce. <laughs> man of steel. Man of steel. Man of steel. There we go. <laughs> uh, I actually did work with uh, Rick Rude when he was part of uh, DX, and he was great to work with, man. Great. I mean, great uh, pro. He was just a pro. Yeah, I heard he was one of the toughest uh, backstage, man. He yeah. was really tough. Uh, Scott Smith, $5 super chat. <laughs> Cheers to Dr. Chris and Vince Russo, because you both say it like it is, man. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate all your support, man. One of the most uh, supportive people uh, of both of us, both uh, myself and Uh, our uh, Aussie friend, bro. Yes, Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you very, very much, Scott. Uh, Man, let's get to uh, let's run down this uh, this thing here. We got Edge calling out Finn Balor. We got Balor with Justin Day coming out. Hell in a cell at WrestleMania confirmed. What are your what are your thoughts? Can, can, can I get people straight on this? Because even Edge doesn't know. Okay, let me make one thing per- perfectly clear. Because this pisses me off, and I want I want people to understand, bro. I was there for the inception of Hell in the Cell. Yeah. Okay. Now. I did not come up with the concept. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where the concept came out of. Uh, Taker and Sean wanted to have a cage match, but they don't. They didn't want to be confined by the cage on the apron. Mm-hmm. They wanted more room. That's where the concept came up. Nice. So the concept was told to me um, by Vince. I believe Cornette was there, and they needed a name for it. Okay. I threw out hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I threw it out, you might not think it's a big difference, but it is a big difference. Hell in the cell means there's one cell. Mm. This is the cell. It's a big deal. It's a spectacle. These guys say hell in a cell. It could be any cell, bro. Any, any cell. No, it's the cell is supposed to be a character in the match. Mm. They drive me nuts. I don't know how it was changed from hell in the cell to hell in a cell. Yeah. A cell could be anything, bro. Because there's uh there's there's eight city events 
has a unique cell in some warehouse that is just ready for anyone to uh, bring out to the arena. They and missed the whole concept of the cell. They missed the yeah. whole concept. Anyway, go ahead, on, bro. Go ahead. Makes sense. So um, he he teases he teases uh, Balor that he's going to be the demon in Hell in the Cell. I I did pick up that tease. Yeah. Um. Do you think they're going to follow yeah. through with it? I think, think he's so. going to be the demon. Yes. The demon was such a uh, a, a baby face character, though, man. It was just I, I don't understand why they would want to do the demon as if that's going to make a difference. Uh, but it may, I, I guess I guess it does make sense because you know what do you think about the last line? Like you know I went to hell, but they kicked me out because they couldn't even handle my demons. Do you think yeah. that, that was uh, a a good line or not? Not not quite. I mean, it was okay. I mean, if if they follow through through with the demon character, I think it was a good line. If yeah. they're teasing everybody and then they don't deliver, I don't know why you'd say it in the first place. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me that they they won't do yeah. the demon character. Wouldn't surprise me either, Chris. Would yeah. not surprise me. But so this transitions into Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio defeating uh, Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano. So they're they're. <laughs> this is what I found funny about this, other than the fact that Gargano like. Loomis took the fall, which is which is horrible. But at the same time, I think the reason why they didn't have Gargano take the fall is because now uh, I didn't even know this because I don't watch NXT. Uh, so he came back to NXT, I guess, last week with Grayson Waller. Um, Shawn Michaels introduced him, so he came back to NXT. So he's having a pay per view match again, like the, their biggest pay per view stand and delivers WrestleMania weekend. So he's going against Grayson Waller. And so it looks like they want to make Gargano still look strong. And they don't want him to lose heading into the NXT pay-per-view. So they gave Loomis the fall. What? Why would they even book this segment if they're trying to do that? Bro, if they were booking Loomis correctly, this dude wouldn't even have to be wrestling. He wouldn't have to even be wrestling, bro. What? What? This guy. Uh, what's his real name again? Sam Shaw. Sam Shaw. Sam Shaw. Bro, he's a great performer. He gets it. He looks great. This type of wrestler should not be, bro. Do you know good good old days? I mean, believe it or not, Chris, we have a champion of Rocky Mountain Pro. His name is David Drake, and he's very much like the Loomis character. He's the champion, mm-hmm. Chris. You know, he never wrestles on the show. Mm-hmm. He never. He only wrestles to defend the title because creatively, I come up with things on every different show to make this guy a strong character loomis does not need to be in there wrestling bro it just it this really shows you bro when you've got a character this strong it really shows you their lack of creative yes indeed there's just so many people who are really committed like there's a there's a there's people who are really just kind of doing what wwe tells them to do but there's other people who are really committed to their character and Dexter Loomis is one of those people. WWE just doesn't know what to do with someone who's really committed to their character, you know, Q Bray Wyatt. And I think 
with Bray, like I would be really interested in a Bray Wyatt as a heel. Absolutely. With, with, with Dexter Loomis. Oh, I would, I would really- love to write that, bro. I swear. Oh my God, Chris. I would, I, I would love to write that. I think above anything else. Mm-hmm. I would love to write that. That would be and really bro, you know what the, You know what the funny thing is, bro? Bro, you know who Sin Bodie is? Mm-hmm. Uh, he bro, was uh, Kazarni in uh, yeah, bro. I've got this. Uh, you know, we we've got a Sam Shaw type character as a champion, and his next opponent is Sin Bodie, bro. <laughs> if for exactly what your how hard is that to do? But right. I swear to God, Chris, you can come up with okay. We got Dexter Loomis, we got Bray Wyatt. Now, now we're sitting in the creative room. Now we got not. How could you have nothing, bro? Yeah. bro that, that that would be like Walt Disney, <laughs> like Walt Disney with his hundred characters saying, "Well, we've got this goofy character, but I, I don't really know what that is." Like, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, Chris, that could be a six-month oh, absolutely program yeah. of absolute gold. Yeah, bro. it would be it would be theater. It would be theater. more. Dramatic. You know, yes. what I mean? and that's come what I would really mean. Just the cinema that would come, you know, as a part of that every week or, or just really teasing. And the oh. thing is, you wouldn't even have to do a match until nope. two or three months in, at least. Nope. You know, what I mean? like, not at all, bro. So not at all. Not at you, all. You oh. can bring in uh, Gargano, Candice LeRae. Like, you can bring in so many different uh, facets of it without uh, Loomis and Bray you know, competing against each other. Yep. And it would be really, really interested. It's interesting to see, man. I, I would really be a fan of that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you have the earlier today segment, Kathy Kelly interviewing the Miz. He uh, and then gets approached by Chad Gable. Camera cuts out to damage control, attacking Trish Stratus. Now there's uh, rumors that Trish is going to turn heel and feud against Becky at, uh, for SummerSlam. So maybe this is just kind of sowing the seed of like you you aren't there y- y'all aren't there for me you know uh, Becky Lynch you're taking you know my friend away from me Lita and stuff like that how do you feel about Trish Stratus coming back semi uh, you know semi full time and starting a program with Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. Chris, I don't mind them bringing back Trish. I don't mind them bringing back Lita. As a matter of fact, bro, good for those women. It, it's a payday. Good for them. Good for them. But let, let's face it, Chris, we're going to go right back to the old problem. Why do these they have to bring these women in? Because they haven't gotten any of their women over. Yeah. Okay, if that wasn't the reason... I'd, I'd be fine with it, but that's the only reason they're doing this. Yeah. And it, every, bro, everything goes back to they can't get anybody over to mean anything. So, yeah, bro. So now they're going to turn Trish. So Becky has an opponent because we've been through Oscar. We've been through Charlotte. We've been through Bailey. We've been through all of them. Yeah. And there's nobody else that they're making. So Here's it, my it's, thing. it's a placeholder for a month. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not too opposed of of, of Lita and, and, and Trish coming, but make it feel important though. You know what I mean? Like it just it's 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 that it's that whole Hall of Fame thing, man. Like if, if you're gonna put them in the Hall of Fame, make them feel different than everybody else. 
like Lita already feels blended in with everybody else. She doesn't really feel like yep. she doesn't stand out. I agree. And now Trish already is starting to feel like everybody else. It's like if you're going to put a Hall of Famer in, in you're going to bring a Hall of Famer in, make them stand out. And I don't think the WWE is really doing a good job with having that. Otherwise, why bring them in if they're going to be a Hall of Famer and somebody different and the, the best upon the best, but they're coming in in 2023 feeling like the 2023 crowd, which isn't a crowd to really be, you know, proud of, you know what I mean, overall. It just they're not really doing a really good job at all with I agree with that. Now. Yep. So so I mean with that, if Lynch beats Trish at SummerSlam, what's the difference between her when she beat Lita at the pay-per-view? Like she like she's already beaten Lita at a pay-per-view and she's still at this level. So what is beating Trish gonna do? Is that gonna send her to a different level, or is that just a placeholder to give Becky a spot at SummerSlam? Why do that though? Like it's just I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of doing that stuff. Just like I've told you this before, Vince. Why bring in the why bring the legends back? To me, it's really old that you're bringing the legends back to put over the current talent and then cycle back. Here comes another legend, put over their talent. Chris, why, why I, that something? I hate to say this, and 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 this will probably get me heat. And I'm sure Raju's gonna clip this and put it up first thing tomorrow morning. Or whatever can get Vince heat, Raju's <laughs> gonna put up, but I'm gonna say it, bro, because this is the truth. With what you just said, and I agree with you 1,000%, it really tells you what the WWE thinks of the Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah. Seriously, bro. They're telling you people in the Hall of Fame are not special because we don't treat them special. They're telling you it's bogus, bro. It doesn't mean anything. And when they come back on the show, they're just another wrestler. That's it, I mean, man. Come on, bro. Like you, you're gonna argue that point? Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing to argue with when it comes to that. You're you're the Hall of Fame is supposed to be the best about the best of the best. And that's the reason. I mean, I think that the I think that Rey Mysterio 1000 percent deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But I think this year was a weird, weird, a weird year to put him because people deal with recency bias that's just, that's a psychological phenomenon that some that that many people just about everybody in some way deal with this recency bias and so knowing that probably they probably don't know that from a psychological standpoint but if people are dealing with recency bias and ray mysterio's recent resume looks very poor and of course he's a legend he's he's been around for a long time but a lot of times people, they, they, they think of someone based on the recent string of events that's happened. You know, cue Ric Flair's last match, which, well, I'm sure we'll be talking about that at one of our shows. He wants another match, by the way. And so, but at the same time, people keep thinking of Ric Flair. If you think of Ric Flair, yes, 16-time world champion, but you also think of the freshest thing, which is that very, very dehydrated poor match, right? People always remember the last thing they see. That's recency bias. Yep. And so if you're thinking about all of these, these, these talent, these Hall of Famers, yeah, Lita lost, yeah, Trish lost, yeah, you know, Goldberg lost, yeah, and, and you're bringing all these people. And then 
you're going to try to use their clout to put over someone who's going to make them lose. And then you have someone like a Rey Mysterio who's lost match after match after match as of late and not nothing within the past really two or three years at least has been really Hall of Fame worthy in the WWE. And to put him in the same time and area where he's losing a lot of matches, backing down from his son, doesn't want to be a WrestleMania, that doesn't really look Hall of Famous to me. Yeah. I was like, give it, let it breathe a little bit. Give us a, give it a couple years. Yeah. Let people get this recency bias and flush that out, and then put Ray Mysterio in the Hall of Fame instead of just. Ha- that's like so. That's like Michael Jordan, you know, going to the Wizards, and yeah. although he did decent, you know, what yeah, I mean, he was still averaging like he was still averaging about twenty a game as yeah. opposed to you know uh, about thirty three or so, and so like it's like yeah. Wizards Jordan is not the same as you know that's a great Wolf analogy. That's a great analogy. But yep. this year we'll put Michael Jordan in the Hall of Fame as he's doing worse than he did in the Bulls. Like that's that it. just doesn't make any sense to no. me whatsoever, man. No. Uh awesome sauce two two dollar twenty cent super chat. <laughs> Catrice should uh Catrice should manage a heel Bianca. Mm, well, do you? I mean, do you think that that has any legs to it? I, I don't. I don't. Bianca can talk, but I, I don't like her current character. But she could still cut a promo. Yeah, yeah. And Trish hasn't been the best. I mean, she hasn't been the best promo cutter, and so I, her being a manager in that regard, I, I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Uh, Rollin for our nice super chat, bro. WWE is so starless that not only is John Cena. On the cover, that's a good point, of the WWE 2023 video game. But there are three different covers, and Cena is all three of them. Think about that, what Roland is saying. Seriously, bro. Think about, Chris, think about you guys. A lot of gamers listen to this show. Think about the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, and the NFL putting retired players on the cover. Back to Jordan. Back to the point of Jordan. NBA 2K23. Michael Jordan is on all three covers. George Blanda is going to be on the cover of Madden Football, bro. George Blanda. Roger Staubach, bro, is going to be on the next cover. Yeah. On the, on the cover of point. NFL 2023. Wow. That, Joe Roland, Montana. Yes. <laughs> Roland, to break down exactly what you're saying, Roland, the reason they're doing that is to sell the game. Yeah. They're not going to sell it with yeah. Austin Theory or a current yeah. talent on the video game. That's, yeah. that's, this is exactly what this whole show is about. That's a really good point. Because yeah. if you think of it from a, you know, from a, you know, uh, a demographic standpoint, like my kids, my oldest, uh, he'll be 11 this year and he knows who John Cena is. Mm-hmm. But if I say, Hey, Elijah, who's Austin theory, you know, he'd be like, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't know, yeah. but he's like, Oh yeah, there's John Cena. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the marketing. But the problem is you're not making Austin theory like john cena or as popular as john cena you have the ability so either one is he is either three options either one he doesn't have the ability to do it at his own two you're limiting him from your booking or three a combination of both yeah so and that's what it seems like it's one of those three options joseph gonzalez for my nice super chat why aren't lita and trish putting young talent over 
Not doing that is wasting the legends. They won't keep coming back forever. Don't waste them. Yeah, I mean, they they typically do uh, put them over with the legends. The only thing that the problem I have a lot about this, Joseph, is that if you have a legend come, you know that eventually the point is to put somebody over. Like, you need to make it into a story. Give me a why behind the what. Give me a reason why this legend is coming back out from retirement to make a statement. Don't just say, oh, okay, well, lead it. Like, this whole thing is weird because Becky Lynch and Bailey were feuding, and then all of a sudden, Lita comes out and helps Becky in a cage match out of nowhere. And then Trish comes out and helps them both out of nowhere. There's nothing, there's no buy-in here. You also, bro, Joseph, you also have to believe that you've got to build your talent and get your talent over to believe they could beat the legend. Bro, let's, let's run the gamut, guys. Uh, up next, we saw whatever that was with Omos and Brock Lesnar. The most unbelievable segment I think Brock Lesnar has ever been with. So let, let's take that case in point, guys. You believe Omos could beat Brock Lesnar? You you believe Damage Control could beat Leader and Trish? You believe Austin Theory can beat John Cena? No, 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 and no, bro. That's the problem. It's got to be somebody that you've built and you've built and you've built and you've built. And now, holy crap, is is so-and-so going to beat Brock Lesnar? That's not the case with any of these. Chris, I don't believe... Finn Balor could beat Edge on his best day. That yeah. one they'll probably put Balor over. Yeah. But that's the problem, bro. You, you've got to believe that these young kids can beat the legends and you don't believe it. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, Vince, it's not about them not having the potential of beating them. It's not they're not they're not being booked to feel right right no it's it's the booking guys it's the booking if you if you book wrestlers the correct way quite frankly bro it really doesn't matter who it is i mean I, i i would i would like them to look like wrestlers bro you can get anybody over with the right booking bro you really can man yep absolutely uh, we got a few more super chats. Uh, thank you all. Can we're, we're about to address uh, a few. Of, uh, we're about to address them, but let's go down the line. Let's go down the list real quick. Uh, we talked about the Lesnar almost face off. Cody Rhodes and LA Knight. It looks like uh, so so WWE's version of getting us excited about WrestleMania. It's just putting a bunch of the names in warm-up matches. Bro, did we not say this three weeks ago, Chris? <laughs> did, did we not tell you three weeks ago that they're going to give them wins going up to WrestleMania? That's yeah. Bro, we said that four weeks ago. That's what you're going to see the next four weeks. That's, That's exactly happened. what they're doing, bro. How is warm-up matches for the names getting us excited about WrestleMania? There's not a lot of story. Like They're trying to throw in the stories with it. But they're giving us warm-up matches instead of actually spend the time in developing the story from an out-of-ring uh, point of view. They yep. keep giving us warm-up matches that has nothing to do, you know, with the 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 build-up for WrestleMania and Cody Rhodes and LA Knight. Why would you sacrifice someone like an LA Knight 
for the sake of a warm-up match for Cody Rhodes. Why would you do that? Uh, Seth Rollins cutting a backstage interview interrupted by The Miz, then Baron Corbin. Anything on this? No. Bronson redefeating Elias with Rick Boogs. Um, again, Vince, I say this all the time. What in the heck does this segment have to do with WrestleMania? Are we going to have a match with Elias and Boogs at WrestleMania? Are they going to throw that in? Elias is tired of Boogs, or Boogs is tired of Elias. And then all of a sudden, uh, looking at WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen, going to be two nights anyways. You might as well just throw that match in there. Well, bro, Elias and Boogs are both 35, so they're both up-and-comers. They are. They are. There's there's some young kids, man. Some, some developing kids uh, ready to just uh, – Solar, solar wild oats. <laughs> Johnny Slice, five dollars super chat. I wish T.L. Hopper would come great. back to tell Cody to keep the word plumber. That that mind. would be tremendous, Johnny. That, that is great. Real. I would love to see that. That would be tremendous. Bro. That would be real. See stuff like that to me. If you were to if you were to talk about like warm up matches, right? Yes. If warm up yes. matches is Thank the you. theme, yes, that, that's the warm up. Yes, match. I'm Cody in with T.L. Hopper. Man. Yes, because <laughs> it makes sense. Not just I mean him him in a match with L.A. Knight makes zero sense. No, him in a warm up match with T.L. Hopper, who's the plumber. Who probably has a son who's probably Cody's age. Right. So he should bring out the son of him, which is the son of a plumber. There you go. Look him in a match with with Cody Rhodes. That I'm makes all, sense. I'm Jones. all in. Indeed. Uh, we get backstage Kathy Kelly uh with Chad Gable. Another camera cut shot. Uh this time Becky Lynch and Lita bro, Storming Squad. No, they bro, you know what I love. This is what I love. This is my I my always steal I always steal a line from my dear friend the road dog who always used to say bless his heart. I always <laughs> bro this this is so WWE bro. This, this is stuff bro that they will never get over. Never ever get over bro. I I could live to be 100 and they'll be doing this 40 years from now. So Chris Trish gets beat up now Lita and Becky arrive on the scene, and what are they doing, bro? They're running to 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 make sure that Trish is okay with their belt. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, what like what what is what is wrong with you guys? What do you really think? Oh my God, Trish Trish got attacked. They go to leave the train room. They go to leave the locker room. No, we forgot our belts. Be sure they, to get the belts though. They turn around, bro. Put the belts over yeah, their yeah. shoulder, like, bro. Like seriously, Bruce. Come, come on, Bruce. Come, come on, guys. Like seriously, bro. We're still doing. They're walking around with their belts. We're still doing that, bro. Oh, yeah, it, it, it gives them like a extra boost of energy if they if they got the. Oh my God! Can you stop the with some of this stupid crap, bro? Please. <sighs> Where's the belts, man? That's that's a T-shirt uh, in the making. Where's oh my belts? God, bro! Uh, oh. We 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 now we also have another backstage interview. Kathy Kathy Kelly was getting her money's worth today because she was in a lot of backstage in her uh, segments. This one uh, interviewing Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is saying that he didn't want 
the help of uh, Sami Zayn or Cody Rhodes. Now, again, Vince, everybody knows that this is going to be Kevin and Sami against the Usos. When do you pull the trigger? Or do you think you should have pulled the trigger a long time ago? You should have pulled it a long time ago, but then, Chris, they would have some storytelling to do. They can't do that. So we're going to milk the most obvious of things up until the very last week. As if it's not going to happen. Right. Like, right. What's the swerve? Like, here's the fun. Like, the thing is, when it comes to storytelling, the the intrigue is that it m- always may have room for a swerve. And the, the problem is with this, I don't see any room for a swerve two weeks leading into WrestleMania. What's what's the potential swerve? And Kevin Owens turns on Sammy. We see another match between them at Summer at uh, WrestleMania. What what's the swerve? I miss, help, help I miss the swerve, especially when you never see one man. I swear That's to God, funny. God, there's this um, there's this Netflix show. You guys, it just started its its uh, third season. It's called You on Netflix. It's in its third season, and like I'm watching last night, and it's ten episode seasons, and like the sixth. On the sixth episode, Chris, you think you got it all down, and then there's the swerve, and you're just like, there it is. Mm. You know, w- what happened to that, guys? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, really? Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, there's zero, zero room for swerve. But that, 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 that's why the, these, these, these absolute stupid marks – Mm-hmm. Who, who to this day talk about Vince Russo winning the WWE title and David Arquette. Yeah, bro, that's because you never saw that coming. And guess yeah. what, guys? You're still talking about that. It was 25 years ago. And, 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 and each of them were done in a very, very, very plausible way. But that was something that there's no way in the world that this can happen. I am begging the WWE to do that. One time, I don't care what it is. Give me any angle. This is, you know what this is? I swear it's what I told you about Dutch. I I heard from the great Dutch today. Hadn't heard from him in a while. But this is what Dutch called maintenance. The Mm. angle's already shot, just maintain it. You know what, bro? It's okay if you're maintaining it for a week or two, Chris. Chris, we're maintaining this stuff for four weeks. Yeah. For Cody Rhodes getting a win over people that you know he's going to beat, that's maintenance, bro. Mm. That's that's not furthering the angle. Yeah. Great point there, man. Great point. Um, Give me a swerve, man. I want to swerve. Give me a swerve for crying out loud. Give me something. Yes, indeed. Uh, we get a recap of John Cena and Austin Theory, and then we get another backstage earlier today segment of uh Austin Theory trying to pull a Cena light and dress down uh Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Did you think that he was even in the same ballpark of dressing down someone like Cena dressed him down yet last week? Oh, god, no, please, bro. Come on, man, please. <laughs> he tried, man. He, he tried. You know, he and it's sad. It's sad though that uh, you know, he was man, he just the things that he talked about with Street Profits, I I was looking at that. I was like, man, what a waste of talent. I mean, what a waste. Like this, these, these, this team is one of the most consistent, stable teams in all of WWE. 
and they have no spot at WrestleMania. Chris, do you remember? I swear it was it's about six weeks ago now. So, something happened with Theory. I, something happened. I don't remember what happened, but remember he came out. I'm not a kid anymore. You're not going to call me a kid. And remember for like two weeks, he was this vicious. Yeah. That, what happened to that? Like remember that? Like that's gone. Remember, remember when we were calling uh, Bailey Karen? Mm-hmm. What what happens to these things, bro? That go nowhere all the time. All the time, these things go nowhere, bro. It just seems like there no there's no commitment to yeah. the character. They're just throwing out ideas, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this segment didn't do as good as we wanted it to," or uh, "We really didn't like." We wanted you to commit it to a little bit more. You didn't commit to it enough, and so we're just going to pull it out. It's all of these kind of trial and errors that we see a lot within the segments and within the live television. A lot of trial and errors. That's the reason why stuff isn't consistent almost at all anymore because you're like, okay, we'll try this. No, we'll pull it back. We'll try this. Okay, we'll pull it back. And again, if this is an episodic television show, I say this all the time, how are we committing to the characters and to the episodes if week after week it's Let's do something. No drawback. Oh, let's do it. Okay, I'm turning the channel at that point. Yep. I, I'm I'm done. I'm yep. why am why am I spending my time trying to put these puzzles together? And I'm confused at what pieces to even work with. And right. so no. Well, man. and 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 bro, the worst part of what you just said, Chris, is here's the worst part. We've got years and years and years and years of knowing. It's not like. They know what they're doing. In, in, in other words, if, I, if I'm watching an episode of Seinfeld and I'm a little bit confused, I, I'm going to say Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld know what they're doing. Bro, we know they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it's it's not a matter of me and Chris or you, the audience, saying, oh, bro, let, 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 let's give them a couple of weeks. They yeah. know what they're doing. No, bro. They've showed us time and time and time again. They don't know what they're doing, bro. Vince, I used this as an analogy before on the show, and I'll do it again. This guy right here? Yes. This guy right here? Yes. <clears throat> When I see a Bob Ross painting, yes, a third of the way, I'm like, Bob, what the heck are you doing, man? What, what are you doing? Why, why are you putting that tree right there yes. on yes. that area of the canvas? What are you doing? Yep. And then by the time the whole picture is done, I'm yep. like, oh, that's a masterpiece. Yep. Like, I would have thought about that myself. That was a masterpiece because I, and I've learned looking at bob ross paintings now or looking yep. at bob ross shows and you know chris you know it's gonna be a masterpiece yes. what's the last masterpiece we've seen bro like serious bro p- p- listen y- you know again bro y- you're gonna tell me the bloodline bro i'm sorry everybody thinks the bloodline was so great because everything else sucked There was nothing else on the shows. This was the only freaking storyline. Give me a break, bro. This was not 
Hamlet, bro. This was not Shakespeare. Everything else on both shows absolutely sucked. Mm -hmm. And this was the only thing that looked like an angle. Like, seriously, bro? Do do you really think, bro, 10 years from now, people are going to be talking about the Bloodline storyline? I I don't, bro. I don't. If I think they may, but it would be among like like typically when they have those type of conversations, it's a faction conversation, like who's among the best factions. I don't think that the bloodline is anywhere close to among the greatest factions of all time. But you guess what? I bet your WWE is going to cut like a package seven years from now and say that this fake WWE.com voting, you know, the number yeah. four, the right, bloodline, exactly. you know what I mean? Right, Just right. to make them look good. And, and, and this, this angle, bro, this bloodline angle is so freaking great, bro. Yeah, where Sami Zayn on tonight's show? That 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 that's how that's how great it is, bro. That the guy ain't even on the show. Can you can you imagine, bro, in the Attitude Era? I'm in the middle of a storyline with Steve Austin, and then he oh, one week he's yeah. just not on the show. Yeah. Like real, really, bro. That that's yeah. a great storyline. Come yeah. on. Man. And to your point, Vince, uh, with the whole Bray Wyatt stuff going on now, that's now Bobby Lassie's the one that has to you know take the brunt of this because of the you know. The observer mentioned of something as far as creative stuff, but you know that's you can take it or leave that. That's that's not really confirmed. What is mostly thought of right now is that it's became more of a an injury related uh, thing. And so, with this, Vince, I can see either we got a couple super chats. I'll get to them in a minute. With this, I can see either Bobby Lashley. They're they're they throw him in with Uncle Howdy. This is him and Uncle Howdy. Or somehow they throw him in to the triple threat match with Lesnar and Omos. I can see just one of those. I, I've even heard someone, I've even heard a rumor of potentially LA Knight. I don't see that happening just because he just lost tonight. And so right now, what you have, Vince, is potentially Bobby Lassley versus Uncle Howdy at uh, WrestleMania. What do you what do you think? What what do you I'd think? Ra- quite frankly, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Bobby Lashley versus Howdy Doody, the puppet. Howdy Doody. That okay. would that would definitely be more entertaining to me. I've got the best match for Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. You ready? Go ahead. Mustafa Ali. I thought you were going to bring Toots up, bro. I was ready to pop for Toots. <laughs> Toots and Lashley, bro. There's the swerve. Oh, man, I was all ready to come out of my seat, bro. But you know what, bro? But, bro, listen, Ali is so confused now. He's that he's wearing Ali. a ski hat yeah. and sunglasses. That the, he doesn't know whether it's hot or cold outside, bro. <laughs> he's conflicted. He's, gonna- he's conflicted. <laughs> is it cold today? Is it is it sunny? Should bro. I wear both just in case? <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Cool. My head cool. is cold, but it's hot in here, man. That's that's. <laughs> he's conflicted. Vince. He's conflicted. Oh. All right, we got a couple of super chats. Uh, we start, let's start off with, uh, Johnny Slice. 
To add some intrigue to this mania match against Brock, the big man should adopt an old Nikki Cross gimmick and come out his own. I'm office. with that. Yes. <laughs> oh, now you guys are talking. Yeah. Hey, now, now this WrestleMania is shaping up, bro. Yes, now, now yes, SK Nation <laughs> should be a part of the booking committee. Yes. Now he's shaping up. Oh, yes. a superhero. Yes. Yes. I like yes. it. I like it. Uh, next we have bro, Greg. What if you were, bro, think about how funny that is. Bro, remember Superman and Clark Kenton used to go, he, he, Lois, we never knew the difference between the two. Yeah. Bro, what about you got a guy seven foot four, 400 pounds, but you don't know it's the same guy? Yeah, yeah. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. I remember when uh, uh, Andre did that when he was, uh, that'd be tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yes, he was, yes. he was, he, he had a, he was suspended. He, and, yes. then, and then he came back as a machine and yes. he was like, that's Andre, that's Andre. <laughs> and, and, and they played on like, no, that's not tremendous. Andre. And then, and then he would, the, the referee would turn and, and Andre would like put his mask up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was the, and the machines, by the way, if you don't know, if you never heard of the machines, yeah. uh, theme song from the WWF. Go to YouTube and type in the Machines WWF theme song. It sounds like a generic, like scary movie slash like yeah. generic video. It's 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 absolutely and, and Hogan did that too. Yeah, when he was Mister America. Yeah, he. No, he Hogan was one of the super machines. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was one of the machines. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, Piper was one of the machines. Yeah. It was Piper Machine. Uh, Mike awesome. Mulligan was a machine. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Andre was a machine. Uh, Ed Leslie, he was he was a machine. Demolition yeah. uh, Axe, he was a machine too. That machine angle was uh, really 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 cool. Uh, uh, let's see, Greg nine ninety nine. Is anyone at USA Network even paying attention, or are they taking WWE's word that this is a great, compelling person? Greg, I'll be honest with you, Greg. Great question. I, I think they've thrown in the towel. I, I mean, when I was working with them, they threw in the towel, and that was a that literally was a year ago. I stopped working with them last WrestleMania, bro. I think they've thrown in the towel. I think they're just waiting for the. Uh, I think they're just waiting for the contract to expire. I, I really do, uh, Greg. To be honest with you, thanks. Uh, let's run down this, uh, this <laughs> so we don't be here for an hour and a half again. Uh, let's see. We got Austin Theory and Angelo Dawkins. Uh, you know, that was going to happen. Again, warm-up matches, warm-up matches, warm-up matches. Kathy Kelly, once again, uh, interviewing Paul Heyman. Then we get the Rey Mysterio, uh, what what are you what are you what are you doing there? Heyman's Heyman's hand gimmick. Oh, is that Heyman's oh, hand gimmick? It's so old. It, I swear to God, bro. It would like I swear Heyman to me is like Pete Rose still leading off for the Cincinnati Reds. I swear enough, bro. Enough. Enough. I got it. Okay. According according to WWE's standards, though, that would make sense because the legend. You're, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right, bro. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Ray Mysterio cutting a uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, they showed the Hall of Fame package of Mysterio again. Bro, um, you know what's you know what's so sad about this? There are a couple of few things I want to point out. And I'll go I'll go quickly, but I love this. I love the bro. The promo Dominic is cutting. That is a shoot promo for every. Every child of a wrestler. That's true. I it is a shoot promo, bro. You are yeah. you are number two. The wrestling business is number one. You're never home. But bro, it's such a shoot promo. It is. 
it's such a shoot promo that they had to throw in the line about instead of giving me a Mercedes, you gave me a BMW. Like they had to throw that in to make Dominic look like a D-I-C-K because it was a real promo. He wasn't there for the eighth. Bro, Dominic didn't make that up. He wasn't there for the eighth grade, you know, that's all true, bro. And it really makes the wrestler look like a piece of crap. That's true. And kudos to Dom, man. He's he's really maturing. Yeah, no, you know I mean? yeah, absolutely. You, you, yeah, I like, I like uh, ex-con Dom, man. I, yeah, I, I do. I, yeah, I, I love that touch, yeah. too. Um, and, and just just even from a character standpoint, growing his hair, looking a lot yeah. like Eddie Guerrero, interestingly enough. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> then, uh, back's... Kathy Kelly once again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Interviewing Lita and Trish and Becky. Bro, how did they not pay this off? I, I swear to God, I was asking people online because, bro, I'll be honest with you, I was flipping with Team USA because nothing was going on. And I kept saying, did I miss the payoff? They said, no, Vince, they, they never paid it off. The baby faces in three hours never got the heels. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said this last week, man. I said, I'll bet you that next week or, or right before Mania, the, the heels are going to get the heat on the babies because I think the babies are going to win. And I said, I'll bet you that the heels are going to get the heat right before Mania leading into. So, so the, this, so was, the this was a this was literally a week of nothing happening. Yeah, it was it was it. And I knew I knew it was going to happen like soon that yeah. the heels was going to get the heat real quick to make them intimidating enough to lose against the babies. Uh, Young Reckless, not one ninety nine super chat. <laughs> WrestleMania seventeen replay. Paul Vince Roman Rock. Cody, Austin, your light. <laughs> All right, Chris, come All on. All right, man. thank you, Young Regular. <laughs> what I I super chat. Uh, we get the Chad Gable. Oh, we get the Rollins and Corbin gimmick. We'll we'll, we'll talk more about Corbin as far as where the heck should he go in the coming weeks because. Oh. Home, 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 bro. That's where he needs to go. Yeah, he needs yeah. to go home for now. Corbin, please, please. Yes. go home. Go home for a while. Bro. This is bad, man. Yeah. Backstage, Chad Gable. You get Mustafa Ali. Uh, then we get Gable walking to the Otis uh, uh, Maximum Male Models photo shoot. So, again, Vince, I, I'm saying I'm going to say it every week until Mania. What? This. Oh, okay. So the 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 thing is, is your thoughts? Oh, okay, got you. So the so the uh, oh your thoughts. Oh, your what your thoughts. Your, thought? your what, thoughts. That's a isn't that a magnifying glass? No, I think it's like a brain, like a comment on a brain emoji. I um, I give up. I think it's like a either a light bulb or a brain emoji. Okay, what's your <clears> thoughts? Your thoughts on the WrestleMania 17 replay, Paul Vince? equals vince roman equals rock oh, okay so okay so they try so they're saying like um if we were so that basically what your thoughts on if this is being booked as if uh you know a wrestlemania replay so like rock and oh. austin was wrestlemania 17 so could this be kind of like a version two or a replay of i never saw wrestlemania 17 so i don't know uh in my opinion the best wrestlemania uh, uh, really? Yeah, oh yeah. WrestleMania hands down. 17 hands down is my, is my all-time favorite WrestleMania. 
Um, um, I mean, that's really, I mean, what the, the maximum models, we'll get into that again, has nothing to do, has nothing. Oh, okay. As far as Cody and Paul turning on reigns. Okay. Gotcha. But the thing is, WrestleMania 17 was face versus face though. Uh, Austin and rock were both faces. So Roman is a definitely a a major heel. So I, I don't see that. Uh, I don't see that looking the like at all. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the maximum, the oldest thing later. Bel Air and Chelsea Green. Um, Bel Air, didn't I call this? Bel attack by Green and Chelsea. Guess what? Ne- uh, guess what's next week? The tag match. Well, I want to point this out. I, w- I want you guys to, I, I just want to make an analogy here to show you how ridiculous this is. This is Chelsea Green. Now, guys, they do this with everybody, and 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 it's called a test. They're testing you, bro, to see if you do anything. So we get all this buildup with Chelsea Green, right, Chris? Then we test her. We put her out there, and we she loses immediately. So we're going to see how she reacts. You know what that's the equivalent of? Let me explain to people what the, the equivalent of. That's the equivalent, bro, of a major league team calling up a rookie from the farm system and saying, yeah. okay, Rook, here's what we're going to do. You're going to go up to that plate. You're going to strike out 10 straight times. We want you to swing at anything. We're going to test you, bro. Yeah. We're going to test you on the 11th swing. You're going to get it. Bro, they're they're archaic way of thinking. It it blows, blows my mind. And then, bro, give me a Joey. Give me Joey. Oh, yes. I think it's time. Let's bring him. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Where is where is he at? Where is he? At? I got something special for y'all. So here we go. Here we go. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Joey. Oh. Time out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Okay. Now, Chris, do we do this show every? Have we ever missed a week? Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't I, think I, I've I, ever I, missed a week. We I had COVID. Um, but it was a replacement. So, so as far as this show happening every yes. Monday, never yes. missed a week. Okay, so so we couldn't have missed this, right? What no. ep- what episode did did Oscar become Seth Rollins? Episode nine hundred and six. When did that? Ha- when did Oscar become the Joker? <laughs> and I missed that episode. When did that? What the. F- Freak is that, Chris? That what happened. is that? That must have happened. Like, like Nikki Cross was uh, kind of back in the shadows. That was they were probably negotiating, and we probably forgot. So we forgot. We we missed Cody and and Kevin Owens talking last week. Yes. So we must have missed. We must. I must have missed Seth Rollins talking. I, I must, yeah, I must. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh like, my god. That segment, Vince, was so awkward. Oh, bro. that was so awkward. And then, like, she did the whole guitar thing, and all, oh and all of a sudden, like, the fans just was flat. Like, they were like, "Okay, when is this going to end?" <laughs> you know? and, and bro, awkward- that's exactly that's that's exactly what, okay. What are we supposed to yeah, do? What, yeah, like, what, 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 what am I supposed? To do? <laughs> and, and, and then Bianca started to feel the same way. Like, she, yeah. she did the expresses at first, and then she's kind of like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, like, okay, what are we going to end this?" And I wonder, like, if they gave her Oscar time limit to do that, 
but it it dragged. It, it, it just it just was a very very awkward segment. Oh, but I knew this was going to happen, Vince. I called yeah, it, you did I, say you did say this weeks ago. There's weeks going ago. to be a tag match at the end of this. And guess what? This is, it's bro. This is autopilot. We yes. we said it, guys. We told you at the at the the very first episode after the last pay per view, we said this is all gonna be autopilot. Bro. Yeah, indeed. Warm up matches galore, man. Somehow that's going to intrigue me to get and there and then they're plugging the peacock. You know, like hey, yeah. let's let's hey, get go on peacock and become a sub. But we're going to intrigue you to buy Peacock and subscribe by having these warm-up matches leading leading into WrestleMania. Like, if you're not an if you're not a niche fan, if you're not a fan of the product, if you don't already have Peacock, they're not doing a good job bringing in no. new people to one. Why? Based on what we see here, it's and and why should they have to, bro? They're gonna get their money from Peacock. It doesn't matter how it does. They've got a set deal with Peacock. Whether there's ten viewers or ten billion viewers, it doesn't matter. They they got a deal with Peacock. <clears throat> they got a pretty. They got a, a, a stable deal with Peacock. Oh, I yeah. they still get uh, more with the subs and stuff. I, I don't I, I don't I don't think so. I'm not I'm not positive about that, but I yeah. don't think so. Because they're promoting they're they're promoting uh Peacock a lot as far as you know buying WrestleMania and subbing and things like that. Well, I remember this, the uh, this, WWE network they used to have free months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um or, what were you about to say, Vince? No, nothing. No, 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 no. Uh, well, just, I was just saying there exactly what you said. They, they are not in. How are they enticing us to watch WrestleMania? See, I, I'm, that, that's a legit question, Chris. What, what what did you see on this show that said, what, what bro, the uh, Lita and Becky running to the locker room with their belts? Oh, I, I got to see this match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, real, seriously? Yeah. yeah. If, if you... <laughs> This is two. We're, we're two weeks before WrestleMania. If you already have it in your mind or already have Peacock, like you're going to watch WrestleMania. I'm not. But, but now, if you, I'm saying, if you have Peacock, I have Peacock. Right. If you if you have Peacock, you're 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 going to watch WrestleMania. Like, not saying everybody who has Peacock is going to watch WrestleMania. Okay. Right, let's make I'm that saying clear. that I'm saying that if you have Peacock, right, already, right. You're going to as a as a wrestling fan. Right, WrestleMania right. is there, so you're going right. to watch you're, it. You're, you're not, not going to go out of your way to purchase. You're going to go out of your yeah, way. Right. Absolutely, purchase Peacock. There's and say, an, oh, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. Absolutely. Not, why? Serious? Why? Not with not with what we see here. That's that's for sure. And bro, I got to uh, tell you this one last match. The one thing I could not believe, bro. And bro, th this is where like I really get upset with the with the great worker labels. Bro, Kevin Owens takes that spot on the chairs and comes back like it never – running yeah. through the crowd, bro, running through the crowd right after that chair spot. That That's why th – then when you tell me Kevin Owens is a great worker, I'm like, really, bro? That, that that shot looked great. That shot looked like, bro, like you wouldn't have, been, uh, 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 you know, any any human being would not have been able to get up. He was up. He was super kicking. He was cannonballing. Yep. And I'm like, really, bro? To your point, Vince, before we close up, 
there was times where people would do like working punches back in the day and people would sell the heck out of a working punch. Yep. Yep. And like now it like you can, they do super kicks like peanuts, like popcorn and people just, uh, there's no sell it. It'd be like, Oh, super kick. Boom. Okay. Bounce. Okay. I'm going to do a super kick to you. You know what I mean? It's just nothing. Chris, Chris again, I'm going to go to the psychology professional. What is the point of setting up that chair shot, which looks great. If you're not going to sell it, what, what, what is the point of doing it? If you're not going to sell it, bro. What did I what did I say, Vince? Is the Tony Khan effect? Pop, 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 pop. pop oh pop, man, bro! And, it's so like, come on, guys. And all of these, and and a lot of these matches are using these big high spots as moments to pop the crowd. Like that is the great. That is the big emphasis on pro wrestling. Period. It's not. It's not very very little storyline base. We're gonna do everything in the ring we're going to have a big old pop and you're setting the standard of like people there's venomous ravenous fans out there that's going to want more and if you're not saving that spot for a bigger moment now the fans are going to want bigger than that spot you have as a as a as a wrestler you have the ability to you have the fans at the 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 in the paw in the palm of your hands and you can have them eating from it and wanting more now if you keep doing these big old pop spots you're basically setting your bar to go higher because they're going to want more now back in the day when they used to do suplexes and working punches and leg drops and people's elbows that was the standard of what caused the fans to pop. But right. now, because there's a lack of storylines, everything has to happen in the ring to cause intrigue. And now that's the reason why so many wrestlers are getting injured, because yeah. you have all these spots that don't mean anything at the end, man. It's just like people break it. Like, I remember Ray Phoenix in AEW, he, was, he did this random spot and just, like, fractured, uh, you know, his uh, leg or his ankle. Uh, or it was like his uh, uh, arm that he did, and I was just like, "What are you doing, man? Like, and you're you're not getting any more money by doing that spot, and Chris, you're making this pop that's not going to it's going to last for no time." Chris, let me tell you how serious because people think like they they don't understand how serious. Chris, you know the the ceilings. In like offices, you know that you pop up and you take them out. They, mm-hmm. what, what 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 kind of material is that? Like, you know what I'm talking uh, about, yeah, right? I know exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, okay, bro. Yeah. This is how serious this is. I want you guys to understand this. Okay. We had a clip on castrating the marks, Chris. Oh, the, the clip I showed you. Yeah. Remember, oh, but Chris, it. you know what I noticed that I didn't see the first time around, Chris. Chris, this was a very small building, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people in the building. Chris, you know what I didn't notice the first time around? Mm-hmm. Bro, the flames were hitting the ceiling. Oh, wow. Bro, that place <laughs> could have went up and literally killed every freaking person in that arena. Yeah. Bro, this is serious stuff, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, their panels. 
Uh, yeah. They are, yeah. Bro, those go up like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have the, like the, that's a kind of like a faux wood type of deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and it's yeah, just it's, like, yeah, it's like very flammable. You know what I mean? They're just, that thing could just go in flames in, in no time. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get up out of here, man. We've got, uh, We've got we got to get some rest, man. WrestleMania is in two weeks. We, we're super hyped about it. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much excitement that's leading into yes. WrestleMania. They want some new Peacock, you know, s- subscribers. We need to get our adequate rest for uh for for WrestleMania in two weeks. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I'm looking that's- forward now. You got me real excited about the the Boogs uh, 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 Elias match now. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mustafa Ali and uh, uh, it, it seemed like it was going to be Ali and Ziggler, but it might be Ali and Gable now. I'd like to just see Ali wrestle Ali, the hat. How about Ali wrestles the hat? That's true. Actually, yeah. I got I I've got a better opponent. What do you got? Or Mustafa Ali? Don't insult me. Don't put him up. No, no. <laughs> Where, where's my boot button? No way, bro. You you're gonna kill Toots's career with that. You're going to kill the great Toots. Toots wouldn't even know what to do with Ali, bro. The great Toots. Uh, Toots is going to do it. Back, Chris. Apologize. He's going to do a working punch. He's going to he's gonna pull your face up like this. Oh, man. How, how could you? an elbow with him. Oh, how, do you, how could you book Toots in that match? And, and, and how then dare you? Bro. Ali is going to, like. When they're calling the match in the ring, Ali is going to be so confused. He's going to be like, like super kick. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm just watching this dude with the ski hat and the sunglasses, yeah. and I'm like, bro, wh- wh- were you retribution? Bro? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> what, what's the transition, bro? Oh, like, man. He's going to be calling the match for two. So, all right, here we go. Super kick. Two's going to be like, no. Yeah. No, no. All right, all right no. Moon's on. Here we go. Attack on the moon. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, Toots ain't doing none of that stuff. Look at Rolling Curtis at the bell. Look at that, bro. Always coming through 1999. To Vince's point, Dominic's promo was so good because it was so real. Dom only has to remember Ray's past absences. Notice how the Dom isn't talking much about the fake jail time. Scorn Dom is an easy role for him to play. Hey, Chris, I, Chris, I will tell you this, and this is no BS. My oldest son, Will, is going to be 36, okay? Chris, I missed his first Little League home run because of wrestling. I never forgot that. He's wow. going to be 36. I'm wow. telling you guys. I mean, that's – it's true, man. It's true, oh, bro. Yeah. Yikes, man. <clears throat> well, what, what else is true? Talking about home runs, man. This guy right here has a whole home run Hall of Fame uh, pro wrestling career as a rider and a former world champion, Vince Russo. Let him know about the fantasy baseball. I'm going to let you guys know about my fantasy baseball because I've expanded leagues. The cutoff date is Thursday, bro. I only got four spots, man. You can play against me in a fantasy baseball league. If you love baseball, check it out. Four spots patreon.com forward slash v r f b b four slots guys very nice go uh check him out on patreon pancakes and power slams uh the 11 year anniversaries in a couple of weeks 11 years of that show 
500 uh where am i at sub 570 around 570 now so yeah man absolutely and because uh it's a listener supported show and uh rollins we got rollins rollins uh, hangs out with me on tuesday nights at 11 40 uh and then next uh, it's right after my unscripted so i have unscripted here from 11 to 11 30 eastern on sports kita and a lot of the uh crowd um come over to pancakes and power slams i brought a lot of my PMP crowd over to Sports Kita too, so it's a it's a nice uh, uh, a fun conjunction there. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here, Vince Russo, patreoncom slash VRFBB. I'm Doctor Chris. Follow me at Chris Prolific. Have a good night, buddy. Solo.